Welcome to the Lincoln Baptist Daily Reading Programme. Today is day 344. We're starting a brand new book in Malachi chapter 1 and 2 and we're finishing off the New Testament letter of 1 Thessalonians with chapter 5 today. Today we begin this new book in Malachi, considering the first half today and then the second half tomorrow. The book Malachi is a prophecy or an oracle that God gives through Malachi, his name meaning my messenger. The prophecy sits before 400 years of silence from God. Next up will be the New Testament. So the message of Malachi holds great significance. In these first two chapters, the Lord has a message for the priests. Remember, the priestly nation was responsible for the sacrificial system and ensuring that people honoured God. It seems they were no longer taking their role seriously. In chapter 1, we read about the polluted offerings they gave to God. You see, in the Old Testament sacrificial system, the firstborn and the very best animal was to be sacrificed and given to God. It showed the heart of the nation, obedient and ensuring God got the very best. Yet the priests had fallen into corrupt practices. They would accept lame and diseased sacrifices, even though they knew there were better ones available. Yet the Lord is the great king. He deserves the best. Therefore the priests have profaned his name and have become unfaithful in their duties. Things get worse in chapter 2. The priests' offerings are like dung and the Lord will display their shame by spreading it on their faces. The Lord is clearly unhappy with the unfaithfulness that is now shown toward him. Yet it seems from chapter 2, it wasn't just the priests. The whole nation, all the people, have now become unfaithful. They're questioning God, careless in their sacrifices, and they no longer care about what God thinks about it. When I read through these two chapters, I'm reminded that God takes sin and holiness very seriously. We forget this in modern Christianity. We so quickly abuse the loving sacrifice of Jesus. Romans 6, we're not saved so that we can do as we please. We're saved to live a holy life before God. 2 Peter 1, our faith should ever be increasing in godly attributes. So know today, God doesn't tolerate sin. He expects and he graciously helps us to live a holy life before him. So don't be misled. God indeed hates sin. Now we head into our New Testament reading in 1 Thessalonians 5. And as we head to this final chapter, Paul has some clear instructions. But before he gets there, he once again reminds us of the sure coming of Jesus. We don't know when it will be. In some sense, we shouldn't even be trying to figure out when it will be. Rather, as children of the light, we should live prepared and with anticipation that Jesus is coming back. And we will enjoy the splendour of heaven. Notice verse 11. This is how we're to encourage one another. Not with pats on the back, but with the knowledge that Jesus is returning. I really do enjoy and love the final instructions here. Straight to the point, no nonsense. Be at peace, don't be idle, be good, rejoice, pray, give thanks, hold fast. These are all good things. Paul is ultimately encouraging the church to remain faithful and holy as they await the return of Jesus. All these things are still true today. We're to be at peace with one another. We're to be recognised by the goodness in our lives. We're to rejoice in all circumstances, praying for the Lord to sanctify us in all things. We're to give thanks for Jesus and his victory we find in him. And we're to hold fast to the truth of the gospel in our lives and in our witness. Folks, These instructions in 1 Thessalonians 5 are there not just for the church in Thessalonica, they're there for us today. Let's pray together. Father, we pray that we would indeed rejoice, give thanks, hold fast, 
not be idle, be at peace and continually pray towards our holy God. Father, we pray that we would not abuse your word, that we would not abuse our salvation, but rather we would be saved to live a holy life and saved to grow in our faith and our maturity in Christ Jesus. Father, we pray that our lives would reflect in an ever-increasing way the love that we have for Jesus Christ. And so we pray this in your name. Amen.